0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
1: What up? This is Myron, and this is the bonus, bonus, bonus edition, episode 23, if you're keeping score at home. The bonus edition, 11-game winning bonus edition of the rye bread and mustard podcast your alternative underground back alley underbelly secret society dive bar style podcast about and surrounding the seattle mariners our beloved seattle mariners the good ship uss mariners have brought us 11 wins in a row and look when you win 11 games you you unlock extra bonus stuff and if you're not getting this episode or if you are getting to it and you're like, whoa, I didn't know this came out, that means you're not subscribed. When you're subscribed, you know what? These episodes just come right to you. That's right. That's why you download them. That's why you subscribe. Again, thanks for liking. Thanks for sharing. Remember, uh, you know, I like five tool players. I also like five-star reviews even more. So if you think we're uh, worthy of a five-star review, please put it on wherever you're getting your podcast fix from that would help out a lot and yo give us a review anyways this is episode 23 it's just me and chris copasino you know chris copasino from former episodes last time he was on here he gave us the great jay Bunner the mad shitter story he's got some other stories he's from copasino Fujikata they did the commercials for the mariners for years and years all the great classic ones Again, always going to be here joining us as one of the uh, hosts on the show and guests on the show. Uh, And, you know, this is a very impromptu uh, episode. Obviously, we're all getting excited about the 11-game winning streak, but it is funny how me and other Mariner friend fans are talking less and less, almost like a no-hitter. Like, we're just... We're not... There's not so much back and forth on the threads right now while there's so much success while there's so much on the line with a winning streak just emotionally to a fan and or you know there's nothing really to bitch and complain about so maybe we're all talking less but I hit up Kopi last night and I was like if you're up in the morning let's just pop out something Hanno's obviously busy today out in the field doing some research for us but uh we're happy to bring you this quick little episode all right my imaginary producer and friend is giving me the wrap-it-up sign. The light is on. I got to shut the hell up and get out of the way. Mariners fans, you've earned this. Rye Bread and Mustard subscribers, this one's for you. Episode 23, the bonus edition 11-game winning streak episode of the Rye Bread and Mustard podcast. That starts right... Wait for it now. You know what? Okay, now I'm recording, Chris. Uh, the Mad Shitter story went on there before the Griffey story, which is a great, wholesome, like, America's pastime, just insight to just, you know, pulling the curtain on, like, something. If you're a Mariners fan, you know those commercials. It's just great. And then I was like, there's just not enough time on this episode. Damn, we're not going to get that story. And then I was like, oh, wait, we got this Mad Shitter one that's... I literally go, "Hey, can you do this in under 5 minutes?" and you're like, "I can do it in 3." <laughs> <laughs> so it was like it was like perfect cuz I just try to keep them, you know, like right around an hour. Yeah, the great shitter stories, the turnaround. Well, I I really want to say the turnaround to the Mariners is our shit list uh, uh episode that that was about the last time that we just were like we got something to say and we're gonna rant and then we have not been uh back to that place
0: since. Yeah, the shit list, the shit list the shit list episode was was rock bottom, like quite literally.
1: I'm canceling the, the shit list. There's just nobody to put on the shit list and I don't no. see it happening. No. When you're when you're six games over five hundred and you have eleven an eleven game winning streak, it's it's hard to make a shit list. You know, that no. then you turn into a Yankee fan, you know.
0: Correct. I'm, 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 fully going external shit list now. So Phil Nevin, uh, Anthony Rendon top of my external shit list. And I, and I'm, 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 keep, I'm, I'm keeping names, uh, for sure. Uh, but, uh, but internal internal shit list, manner shit list. How could you have one right now?
1: No, you can't. We're, we're playing good from the top to the bottom. What I mean, top to the bottom into the minor leagues, even the guys doing mm-hmm. the rehab stints, even the guys that aren't up here, It is, you know, we definitely have a surplus going on right now and everybody seems to be playing to, I wouldn't say their fullest potential, but like what you expect out of them.
0: Absolutely. Well, you know, it's amazing when you you add, you have, you, you correct a little bit of underperformance and you add a bat like Carlos Santana and how quickly that lengthens the lineup to where now you know, Ty France doesn't have to drive in three every day. Now, 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 you know, you know, and, you know, Cal Raleigh, Cal Raleigh hitting now, right? So, so all of a sudden you can get contributions throughout that lineup, lengthen that lineup, and you can get your magic, you know, four plus runs um, and whatever that ungodly stat is in the record when they score four plus runs. And Oh, by the way, you're, you know, outside of Marco yesterday, who's, who's mortal, um, you know, didn't have his best outing, but got through six, your pitching staff, uh, starters and bullpen combined have been wiped out. I saw where over the last 22 games uh, the the bullpen has like a 1-5 ERA. That's unheard of. I mean, that's as, as locked down as you get, especially because those guys aren't pitching nine innings a game. They're pitching, you know, three to four innings a game. and So so the ERAs are always going to be skewed higher. And the fact that they're at one and a half uh, over the last 22 games is basically as locked down as you can get. And then you look at your starters who are who are, you know, have, you know, over the last, you know, month and a half have, have as a staff, you know, sub, sub three ERAs. And it's just, you know, that's, that's the recipe that says, this is not a fluke. This is not just catching lightning in the bottle and they're going to peter out. This is a team that is, is, you know, and, and, and what's cool about it is, is the pitching going to be as good as this for the rest of the year? No. Is it, you know, yeah. they've been on an incredible run. They're, they will backslide a little bit. Maybe. But that's cool because, because, well, I mean, if they backslide a little bit, all the, you, you, but you kind of compensate that for the fact that, you know, it looks like you know parts of your lineup are starting to uh, pick it up. We've talked about Cal Raleigh. But the fact that Adam Frazier is hitting the ball harder, I mean, he's been hitting the ball hard for three weeks. Yeah, you know, I was getting sick and
1: tired of hearing the, we got to get a second baseman. We got to get somebody in there. And I'm just like, that's not a big concern to me versus, no. like, if they were going to get something, a starting pitcher. And also, listen, I've I. I, I I I sold everybody on uh, Adam Frazier in the first couple of episodes After I went to spring training I mean, I watched this dude hit And then he comes, what, his Mariner's home uh, debut He's, what, four for four with four RBIs You know, so, like, he looked great He just had a terrible June But you know what? Winker had a terrible, like, start to the season, too And we have to give, as, as fans, I feel like we have to give, you know Frazier a little bit of rope here, too
0: yeah, no, absolutely. And here's the deal. Frazier hitting first or second year lineup might become challenging, but as you lengthen that lineup and you get healthy, Frazier playing second base most days, probably spelled by Dylan Moore every so often, or maybe even the Sam Haggard, if he sticks around, hitting ninth for you is just fine. Yeah. You're on base guys. He can be that second leadoff guy and he, you're not asking a lot for him because all of a sudden, especially when you project forward, and you have maybe Hanager and Lewis in this lineup. Santana stays, all of a sudden that, that you know, Cal Raleigh's hitting probably eighth, seventh or eighth, and then you have Frazier hitting ninth. That is just fine for a guy who is on base guy. So I mean, you know, and and, and I do wanna come back to the Carlos Santana move because because that was that was under the radar brilliance by uh, Jerry DePoto. It
1: definitely was. And just to quickly go on the the Frazier thing and the end of the lineup, like for me, their job to me is always to turn the lineup back over to the top of the lineup.
0: 100%. That's, 100%. What, that's
1: like, for me, it's like, oh, great. I love seeing somebody in the eight and nine slot that you're like, oh, okay, we're going to, who hits number one for us again? Oh, yeah, Julio fucking Rodriguez, right? So like, yeah. it's like, let's get it back. Him, let's get some uh guys in motion, let's get some traffic, let's spread out the defense so we can't just you know do this entire shift on on anybody, and you know that's the kind of baseball I like to watch. I mean, that's kind of why, like, yes, I like the feeling of a traditional baseball of the National League, but honestly, I grew up American League fan, so did you. I don't know how you feel about this, but I would always hate watching national league and you'd have that eight and nine slot where you're like, God, this, this is almost automatic, especially with the pitcher up there with now with the DH, yep. you can put somebody good at nine on, on any team.
0: Well, well, right. And you look at, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I've, I've always struggled watching pitchers hit because that's not what they do. And, and so uh, totally, totally buy that. But you know, I don't know exactly what this lineup is going to look like, but if you project forward, I mean, I, I like, you know, the fact that you can maybe not even hit Julio leadoff, but you might put JP back at leadoff, hit Julio second, Ty France third, Hamager fourth, um, Santana fifth, uh, you know, and and then you mix in the the you know Suarez Lewis, um, Rally, you know, I mean that's that's starting to be a lengthened lineup, and here's the deal. All you need to do is score five runs a game. That means like, you know, got to get a couple guys on, get them in, run into a couple, and you're and you're going to be you're going to be in really really good shape. The World Series, where a pitch is not just a pitch, it's a World Series pitch. Where a hit is not just a hit, it's a World Series hit. A win is not just a win, it's a World Series win. Now you've got a chance to win a trip to the 1984 World Series by entering Major League Baseball's Grand Slam sweepstakes at all Major League ballparks and participating retailers. Baseball favor, catch it. So you like, hear
1: haters out there and non-believers and people like that. Well, how are we? OK, that's great. We're doing we have this big winning streak. Oh, yeah. You mean 11 games, 11 game winning streak. Yeah. but they're still like yeah we'll wait until we play the Yankees and wait till we play Houston how do we stack up against them well first of all Houston we're 6 and 6 on this series uh series and i'd say in the series we have the momentum because of what they've been doing to us the last 5 years look at us now and when you look at the Yankees yes they got a loaded lineup man all my friend does vlad my my buddy my the guy i'm doing these other pods with he, All he does is complain about Joey Gallo. He's not even. Yes, he's enjoying the season. I'm not saying that he's not. But his big thing is they're bitching about Joey Gallo, one guy in their lineup. And the reason Mm -hmm. why is if you look at that rest of that lineup going, you know, one through nine, it's a great lineup. But guess what? When we're talking about Haniger and we're talking about Lewis and we got Ty and now the acquisition of uh, acquisition acquisition of uh, Carlos Santana hey hater we are stacking up a lineup against them we are well, stacking hey. up to these people it's not like we're going in there last year i get it where you're like whoa this team is a little bit overachieving and when you're playing these big teams your lineup doesn't really stack up to them when you got four guys hitting under 200 with not much power that's not the case and it probably won't be the case in uh the end of the, at the end of this month in the start of august if we stay healthy right
0: Yeah, well, it's also not, it's a false reality. Like, lineups don't, lineups don't play lineups. It's not fantasy baseball. Lineups face pitching. And so if you, if you pitch really well, you can neutralize lineups and you're going to be competitive. And that's why I think the Mariners, like, enough sample size this year for their, for their bullpen and for their starting staff, they can pitch. And, and we, like we said before, what saved this season was not the fact that they scratched out, were able to scratch out two and three runs a game. It was the fucking pitching. The pitching, kept them competitive and able to uh try to get healthy and now start scoring some runs and so lineups don't play lineups well lineups face pitching now here's how the deal the 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 reason that the <laughs> the reason that the uh the astros and Yankees are good is because they pitch too and they and they have really good staffs but you know bullpen and and starting staff so I mean, but it's competitive, right? I mean, that's that's the idea, and that's yeah. the idea of competitive, competitive baseball. And you know what? The, here's the deal: if they if they're going 500 against those teams, I feel good because you know that is that is standing shoulder to shoulder with the best teams in the American League. There, there's no there's no you know, knighting. There's no there's no sense of entitlement when the Mariners just well, we're the best team in the league. No, you're not. You're going to be compete. Among the best teams in the league, and you're going to see what happens, and that's exactly what they're doing.
1: And here's my thing to the haters and the non-believers and people: if that's now their thing of like, well, how do we stack up against these next guys? They're, you know, they're just that's just the way they're going to be. But that's an improvement coming out of a hater's mouth, because totally. And I'm a, I- that's that's like, oh, I'm glad that you've now acknowledged that we're in the breath and we are on equal billing. Maybe not too, but we're close to equal billing to these teams, and that's an improvement. And that's how you can really gauge, too, if something's working is when, you, you know, the people that want to like punch down and want to be negative about it are giving backhanded compliment, compliment complimentary statements.
0: Yeah, I, I, and here's the deal: like the fact that they have won eleven in a row, and they've been on this streak, and now they sit at six games over five hundred given. Everything that's happened this year with, uh, you know, really key injuries, obviously suspensions, a fair amount of underperformance to start the season. The fact that they're sitting at six games over right now, I feel like they're almost, you know, playing with house money a, a little bit because we had said that, you know, at the rock bottom, at the at the shit list, that, god damn it, if they could just get back to around uh, 500 by the All Star break, they got a shot. Well, they, they've eclipsed that in a big way. And so, I guess what I'm roundabout way of responding to you is like, like there, there's going to be a time where this team is going to go lose, you know, in the next couple of months, three out of seven games, four out of you know, it's six out of 10 games. Like it's, it's baseball. It's going to happen. And I hope, and I, and it's, I'm going to get, I'm going to get real pissed off and annoyed when those folks that have climbed aboard, aboard the USS Mariner start uh, jumping ship again. Same old Mariners. It's not, it's just baseball. And the fact that we get to watch uh meaningful games now, uh, through you know the end of the season on, on October 2nd is really cool and that is that is a credit to everyone in that organization uh, in that clubhouse to Scott on down for keep, for for keeping uh the train on the tracks and uh you know now I think you look and say what does this team need you're
1: getting every
0: Throw something else. Try a change shop. That's it. Winners, play smart and eat smart. Like this complete breakfast, including Kellogg's Frosted Flakes. There's You'll show you a tiger. Show what you can do. Taste of Kellogg's Frosted Flakes. Brings
1: out
0: the tiger. And you. Now, in special boxes of Kellogg's Frosted Flakes, a great action mini poster of Nolan Ryan, Reggie Jackson, or me, King Griffey Jr. I'm the good-looking one. Oh, my God. Oh. now i said i wanted to talk carlos santana and i had i had some really good animated twitter debates with folks when they signed carlos santana because it was right on the heels of signing bj upton it's like what are we doing with all these retreads and these washed up guys and i said here's the deal you know carlos santana had started to hit and he's always hit and the fact that you were able to go get him for next to nothing and and i you know it's not like you, you know i don't pretend to be such a um, MLB expert that I can tell you that Carlos Santana, I knew he was going to play a great first base because you don't see him, but he plays a pretty damn good first base. And the ability now to rotate him at first base at DH and, and have a bat off the bench, and, you know, oh, by the way, the leadership in the clubhouse, and, oh, nice story that you have, you know, the poppy for, uh, for uh, for Julio yeah. Rodriguez, they, they they work out together in the in the offseason. Yeah, and, and he was a teammate,
1: mean, of a prior teammate of JP Crawford when JP Crawford first uh, came up, right?
0: It's awesome! It's yeah. awesome, and it's and such a low, so under the radar move. And it's going to be—I mean, the fact that you're at some point in a meaningful game that mm-hmm. you might be able to bring Carlos Santana off the bench for a for a key pinch hit, or you know, like that's just that's that is gold. And they've said like he's.
1: Molded into this locker room like seamlessly.
0: Yep, uh, and and I I couldn't agree more. And it's been it's been awesome watching. It's gonna be, I think he's gonna be such a valuable part of the team going forward to, to to the extent that you know you know we all like to play or a lot of folks like to play you know fantasy baseball and start stacking your roster and who should we trade for? We need a second baseman. We need another bat. All that stuff. And I I kind of disagree because. You have to almost look at Haniger and Lewis coming back as almost mid-season acquisitions. That's you what we were them- saying
1: last episode. We were going, yeah. they're, acquisitions, they're like, they- that, ac- acquisitions that you're not giving up anything for. You're not giving up any. Correct. You might have to DFA somebody. You might have to, sure. you know, or, you know, they might be part of the, the it's inevitable. They're going to go get another starter. But, Yes, that's what I, I like about it is like, hey, you don't have to do this. You can wait till next year and add on. I mean, if something comes along like a Carlos Santana where you're not giving up pretty much anything or the Winker Suarez stuff and you're like, okay, well, sure, we'll make yep. that deal. I do not want to see them package, you know, a Kelnick. I don't want to see Trammell leave if he doesn't have to leave. I, I don't yeah. want to see Emerson Hancock leave without seeing him yet. But, you know could that possibly happen you know i'm preparing myself for that because i'm preparing myself for this team to make a playoff push and go deep and not just be a in and out thing and i think jerry is setting up this team the right way and i think you know scott perry hill act i love all of these guys all these yes we had some harsh things to say but that's what fans do hey that's what family does so I mean, right. I will stand here and go. Hey, I said last episode with the acqui ac- God damn, I can't say it this morning. Acquisition of Santana. I wasn't missing Ty France that much. That wasn't a put down on France. I was just going like, wow. I, when Ty France went out and we had those suspensions, I was like, fuck, this is terrible. And then you had Santana, and he comes in, and he's at two fourteen. You're like, all right. I, I mean, I I've always been a fan of his. So I was like, I'm really rooting him on, and it's and it's it's worked out. Here's a number: yep. he's fourteen and one on this team. He's been on this team right. for, you know, it's just crazy, uh, and what? and 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 it's so fun to watch. And it, I it wasn't that I wasn't missing Ty France. Let me back back to that really quick. It wasn't that I was not missing Ty France. It's that with him there, it didn't hurt as much. And I kind of brought up the thought when France was a little looked a little. Little different, you know, coming back from this, this injury, it gave you the option if you had to, if you had to and you felt like it, and he felt like it. Ty France could sit down and get some rest over the uh, break. You know, he could have an extended period and really get that right. elbow. But, you know, look what he did. If Ty France isn't in the lineup yesterday, we don't have an 11 game winning streak. So, right. so right. I'm, cool. I, 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 I was wrong. I was just putting that out there, but I'm glad, you know, Jerry. And Scott and, of course, Ty know better than a fucking fan like me.
0: Well, it's just, what, it's just what depth and length is, that you don't have to rely on the one or two guys. Like, if they, if they perform, you win. You got a chance. If they don't, you lose because you're not going to score your runs. And that's, that's what depth and length is. To the point that I feel this lineup is gelling, and it's starting to come together. And you can project and run film in your head that says, okay, all of a sudden you had Hanager to this lineup. You had Lewis to this lineup. And it, it, it gets so potent. I mean, you put that lineup of, of, of against, you know, most, most teams in Major League Baseball, you're feeling pretty good about yourself. So, in a way, I don't want to see them fuck with the offense because I don't, because I think, you know, you can see, I mean, first of all, where, and then, you know, and I do think there are some things about upsetting chemistry and all that kind of thing. Absolutely. And plus, you're going to get these, these two bats back in your lineup that aren't there, and, and you're going to have to make some, some choices, you know, like I mean, Abraham Toro. You know, you, in my mind, there's going to be, you know, there's going to be a sort out. You're going to be able to keep two of like the kind of super utility guys, right? Yeah. And so, and I'm I'm thinking that's probably going to be Dylan Moore and probably going to be Sam Hagerty because Hagerty runs really well. He's a switch hitter. He can play all over the diamond. He can play in the outfield. You know, Toro. You he's played some games in left field, but he's not. He's an infielder. And you know, so then so then you start. So you you're going to have a, a, a roster shuffle, and that is what uh organizational and high, and and major league to you know top reaches of the organization so I'm not talking about deep in the, in the minor leagues that you know triple a to major league roster depth where you're going to have five or six guys who could who could play at, you know on on most rosters the Tremel the potentially toros those guys and you're going to have to you might have to deal with them and so you know you know brings us back to the trade talk Little investment advice, Bip Roberts, 1986 rookie card worth about 275 bucks. 20 years from now, who knows? 1,000, 2,000, might Yo, even go. Yo, Bip, man, you were looking at Robin Roberts. Says here your card's worth four cents. Yo, T,
1: four cents if it's in excellent condition, but ten cents if it's
0: totally meant. Oh, sorry. I do think they need another starter because at some point they're going to shut Kirby down. Like you just can't, you know. I think he's, you know, he's a he's getting close. I think he's within like twenty or twenty five innings of the most innings he's ever thrown. So you, you just can't take a young arm and ride. Yeah, they
1: him. do need a, a, a just you know some insurance at that five starter spot. I think they but need two. I think this they isn't need like last year. But this isn't like last year where we were desperate for another starter. This is add on. This is insurance right now. This is you know just some icing on the cake of what the, the, the bullpen and the starting pitching is, it's just whatever we're putting out there compared to last year is better. And I, I, I yeah, they got to go get them. And yeah, you're right. We're going to have to part ways with, with something, but we're, we yep. don't need to go and put these huge deals together for another back because no. our lineup, you know, God willing, the health stays fine. That is a nasty lineup, and I can't wait to see that lineup because we've never seen it. We've never we seen, seen Haniger Lewis with with the, with the other guy. We've we've been waiting for two years to see this.
0: Yep, yep, yeah, absolutely. And I think they need. I would go. i go get two starters. I would go get a starter who is you know, uh, you know, a solid middle of the rotation starter. And because at some point you you might go to a, a six. Uh, six man rotation, skipping Kirby every so often. Um, and at some point, which is going to be hard given, you know, how competitive you will, are going to be and the meaningful games you're going to play, you might have to shut him down because you just got to take care of him in the long haul. So you, you need, you need that mid level starter, which is probably going to cost you a Hancock and a Trammell and a package deal and maybe another person. And then if I was, if I was Jerry, I'd go out and find another like back into the rotation. Insurance insurance policy. Who might end up going to a A. Kind of like just for insurance policy, insurance policy. Like Tommy Malone, who guy who can spot start in case you do have an injury. Because this you have you've had you know it's like it's like that 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 team uh, back in the day with Paul Abbott and. Yep. And those guys, where they they didn't skip a start for the entire year, that is unheard of, and it's, and, and you're just going to have to do it with Kirby. So, uh, I think it's all in front of them, and it's so fun. And really uh, quick before we be get we got it.
1: to go here, I just want to read just a couple of our mutual friends from high school. Uh, basically, I got a screenshot from Ag uh, Amoshawn. And he's, you know, he's, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's skeptical. He's one of the guys that's coming around, but he sent me a screenshot that says, Aunt Banks sums it up perfectly. Aunt Banks uh, is, aka Tyler Banks, also a listener to the show. Shout out. He said, he, he put AKA, out,
0: aka T Dog.
1: AKA T Dog. It says, quote, to quote the great Michael Scott from The Office. Uh, There's no question about it I am ready to get hurt again Okay I'm gonna take I'm okay with people being like Okay I'm ready to be hurt again Because This time baby We ain't gonna hurt you right, This is We're gonna turn on some boys to men We're gonna get the wine We're gonna get cocktailing This is gonna be a fun Fun Romantic Comedy to watch The rest of this year
0: and if you're wait, I mean, this is this is a this might, might be controversial because God knows we've been hurt and disappointed by this organization a lot, especially recently. However, if you are waiting to be hurt and you can't get on board and can't have fun and can't find this super likable team really, really interesting and much watch and can't rally behind this team, then that's more of a worldview problem on your end than uh, than than. than, than than just being a jaded mariners fan because if you can't fucking enjoy this right now then i can't help you man so, yeah it's like go, go, go ahead
1: russell. and you know still complain about russell wilson leaving and who's gonna quarterback yeah. to see have fun yeah. with that i i hey i'm over here now i am i seahawks fan yes but i'm over here now it it we're ascending they're coming together they have 11 games we got we've 11 games going into the last weekend before the All-Star break. We just wanted to be around 500. That's what everybody was saying. We're six games over 500. By Sunday when we record again, you want to get fucking nuts, Kopi. We could be nine games over 500. But I would be happy if they... I'd still be happy if some way, somehow we even lost these last three to where we're going to be at the All-Star break. And, you know, I'm going to be down at the Home Run Derby too. So I'm hoping to be walking in there with my fresh julio jersey on to go watch a member of the nine i mean the nine games over 500 leading in the wild card division mariners and hopefully we'll see logan and hopefully we'll see ty down there this weekend too or this week too
0: let's fucking go let's do it
1: let's go we'll be back thanks this is our morning uh i don't know what i'm gonna call this just the rant the positive rant (laughs)
0: Just just, just just a just a morning coffee chat
1: little morning coffee chat yeah, a coffee chat uh, you know I just wanted to, this this is for the subscribers If you're subscribed and you're downloading these you're getting this if you're not subscribed you might miss this one and there's a lot of gold on here this is Chris Copicino. This is Myron Sumner Hanno's uh, out in the field right now doing some research he'll be back Sunday this is the rye bread and mustard. Bonus 11 game winning streak edition.